Welcome to Leo Rising, a living tarot and creative intuition podcast. Here we'll have a conversational exploration of tarot, personal and spiritual growth, and identity formation. It's less of a how-to and more of a come along on the journey with me. I'll process stories from my life, both from the past and from the current moments that I'm moving through, to give listeners things to think about in their own journey. I'll also be introducing you to wonderful humans who are exploring these topics in their lives, either personally, professionally, or both. So my name is Jenna Fox, and I'm an educator, writer, tarot reader, Reiki master, and queer mystical mama. What I'm not is an expert. So if you're a seeker, if you've got a curious mind or are interested in esoteric topics, then this is the podcast for you. And I'm so excited to have you on the journey. Let's get started, shall we? Y'all, I want you to imagine a working mom of two kids with a three-legged dog recording a podcast in 2018 in her house in her red Hyundai Tucson, in her garage, in her bedroom with the shades drawn, at her friend's kitchen table, because this is what we're working with. So in today's episode, there's going to be some background noise. I'm recording on a Sunday, and of course my next door neighbor decided to use like a leaf blow or some type of crazy lawn equipment. My dog barks, I have to walk down the hall and open the door, and we lose internet connection because of course, I don't know, are we going through a retrograde? Bear with me. I am a super amateur podcaster, and I'm loving every second of it, but this is real life, y'all. On today's episode, I am talking with Lindsay, who is a production coordinator by day, which occupies about 50 to 60 hours a week, not including her hour-long commute each way. She moved to Los Angeles three years ago in September, and she's been working on consciously creating a beautiful life for herself ever since. She's a tarot reader, avid crafter, creative thinker, problem solver, handy woman, writer, and free spirit. I'm so excited to introduce you guys to Lindsay, who is on Instagram as Promising Sage. Hi, welcome, Lindsay, to Leo Rising Podcast. How are you today? Hi, I'm really great. I'm very excited, but also like it's really funny because I've had, like we said, the most uh, backwards, crazy, retrograde kind of morning. <laughs> right? I'm like, I need to look it up and see. Like, I know that Mars is going retrograde or it has gone retrograde, but like, what is up with the technology issues today? Ugh. And actually, <laughs> for me, it's been happening in the last like week or so. My phone shuts off, like all sorts of weird things where I'm like, okay, there's got to be something going on. Yeah, it's like freezing up or resetting or, you know, like in my case, I had literally just finished my document and I hadn't saved it at all. And then I lost all of it. <laughs> Learn my lesson again. <laughs> Worst feeling ever. Uh, okay, well, Lindsay, let's, let's chat. I want to give you space as we start the podcast um, to just kind of share anything that comes to mind, things that think that people should know about you like how you identify or labels you use or things that you labels you don't want to use kind of just like an introduction to what makes you, you. Okie dokie. <laughs> um, I guess for the first, um, 
most way and identify myself. Um, I definitely kind of go along the lines of like intuitive and empath. Um, I, I kind of shy away from things like psychic or like, you know, which even though I'm super into, you know, I'm looking into like spells and rituals and all this stuff. I just don't really like uh, putting myself in boxes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, intuitive empath. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of, um, I guess my whole life, I've always been like a really sensitive person. Mm -hmm. And um, as a kid, it's like, I found myself, like, um, I was always getting hurt by things and always like feeling like too much, you know? Right. <laughs> so I kind of like stopped trying to feel that way. And I just kind of like pushed it aside and kind of just like disconnected from it. And I was like, oh, this doesn't hurt me. I'm fine. And then like, uh, you know, I kind of had one of those like, darkest night moments like two years ago where I got the big hurt and then I was like wait a second I'm just gonna be like actually who I am and like go into my sensitivity and like you know start listening to that voice in my head instead of telling myself to shut up <laughs> yeah feel all the feelings um what's your birth chart do you know much about it your natal chart yeah I've um I kind of started getting into it more recently because I'm taking uh like a tarot class and it kind of it's all related you know so I was like oh mm -hmm. crap mm -hmm. but um I'm uh, September 22nd is my birthday, so I'm on the cusp of uh, Virgo and Libra. Okay. So, um, my two cards, my two tarot cards that correspond are the Virgo is the Hermit, which is like, yeah, me. And then um, the other one is Justice. So it's kind of interesting mm. to kind of delve into like my aspects. And like, I also am super interested in um, the Myers Briggs like personality test. Okay. What are you? What are you, Myers Briggs? Uh, INFJ. Stop. So am I. I think there's only yeah, like. So it's like one percent of us like in the entire i don't know is it us i think that the statistic i've read are probably like so american-centric infj we're like unicorns not to like put anyone else down slash we're awesome <laughs> are, I you feel like are you into like other personality tests and things or just myers-briggs i haven't really done too many other ones i've done kind of like the like what color is your aura and like this yeah. and that, but it's like i feel like the myers-briggs is like the most useful for just like that moment when you like discover it for the first time and you're reading it and you're like oh wait everybody right. it's a little different from me I'm right. not crazy I'm just like a little weird <laughs> you know I teach my students about Myers-Briggs and we talk about it as as like a way of like when you are able to know things about yourself and read it it's just like with tarot if you're able to then um explain your way of being in the world to others like it can it can really help with like conflict resolution and just like I mean of course people typecast each other and like oh my sister's an ENFP and oh she's annoying right but like a lot of times like oh this is so helpful because I'm able to say oh I really need this or this is struggling with it because here's how it's coming out my INFJ oh yeah mm, I love it. it helps with like communication styles too Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, recently, I think it was in like the last year or so, I got into the Enneagram, which is another another personality test, and I've kind of been like doing some research on that. Um, it's oh, cool. cool. It's just like with astrology and tarot and everything, it's like all the different layers of stuff that you can learn about yourself mm -hmm. and how we fit into the world. Yeah, okay, so <laughs> anything else that you want us to know to start off with? Are we going to jump into things? I think it's pretty good. I'll kind of, if things pop up as we go, I'll do them. But I'm like, once I start talking about myself, I'm like, oh, do I like things? Who am I? Yeah. <laughs> I hear that. Um, 
Okay, so the podcast is about tarot, but it's also about creative intuition. So I'm just curious, like creativity, intuition, um, or creative intuition, like what does that mean to you? And maybe where is it showing up in your life? Yeah, totally. Um, I feel like it's kind of interesting because like I've always kind of lived a very like work heavy life. Like I've always, you know, I grew up like super poor so I was always like okay I need to make money to like support myself and like better myself and blah 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 and like you know it's like you kind of get raised thinking like career means like going to school and going to college and graduating and like doing one thing forever and usually that like one thing forever is not like tarot you know <laughs> right <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like the super crazy so it's like, it's like your day like job get, yeah it's like we get brought up with this like disconnect between like what we should be doing to support ourselves versus like what we should be doing to like support our souls and Ooh, that's a nugget right there like that's a yeah. table right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been like killing me lately because you know I've been working this job um I'm a production coordinator like by day you know <laughs> um so it's like I've been just working these crazy hours and like become so stressed and it's like whenever I'm not creative like I feel very like uh, bad you know <laughs> mm -hmm. and uh, I started thinking it's like why am I like upset all the time why am I always like so drained and how am I supposed to create if I'm like so dead I can't even like you know do make dinner <laughs> but uh yeah. I think for me it's like that creativity started peeking through like once I started taking the time to like sit with myself and you know to like meditate and I mean I've, I say this all now like haha I do these things but you know it's like I'm literally coming out of a slump of like a month of just like hardcore avoiding myself so uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> but it's like you know and waves and it's like for me once I actually like stop running from myself and I like sit down and listen and like start you know meditating and thinking it's like I just get like full of these ideas and like full of creative projects and it's like I found that my creativity is like kind of aligning with my like skills like in the direction of like tarot so it's like what can I make or create that's like related to something I'm passionate about so it's kind of like trying to meld together you know all of my uh, stuff <laughs> yeah I love that it's kind of reminds me of like the temperance card like trying to kind of take all the different little like complexities and little compartments and mean like okay how do I blend this together because they don't seem like they go together <laughs> at first like we got to do some creativity here I love like, that like, it's funny that you say that because like the temperance card is like literally haunting you right now really <laughs> yeah I was thinking about it um I did a reading or what was it? I did a thing last night for myself and it was like, what am I having a hard time with? And it's temperance. And I'm like, eh, you know, I'm just going to like kind of gloss over that one. <laughs> right. I, I don't see anything. I have nothing. Yet. Let's just put that away. Right. Like now let me do another reading, a different deck. Do you have a different yeah, answer exactly. for me? Yeah. And like right before our call, like I'm just like frantically looking through my journals, like maybe I'll read something that'll make me feel like, you know, on top of things. And then I like see the, like another reading I've done for myself and it's like temperance, focus on cooperation and compromise. You know, if you've Dang been excessive, it. like, and I'm just like, stop, stop it. <laughs> like, no, anything else? Yeah. Like be careful what you wish for. You don't want like the tower to come. Right. Like it's like at least yeah. temperance is, Yeah. Temperance is a little less scary for me than say like the tower. Although so much, so much beauty can come from, you know, the tearing down and like the rebuilding and the, a new process. Um, but it's like, I want, I want growth and change, but I want it on my own very predictable terms, you know? <laughs> right. 
Right. You have that little like stability. You're like, okay, I'd like to do this in an earth driven way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so you've mentioned meditation. Do you have like a particular meditation practice you do? Like I'm always fascinated. I do mindfulness with my kid. Um, he's six and we've been doing, using an app at night for like the last year. Um, but I'm always cool. like, how do people do, like, what do you do for meditation practice? I think, uh, first and foremost for me, it's just like taking myself and like putting myself away from people in my own little spot, you know, that's like the first part of it. And then the second part is to not beat myself up when I'm like sitting there and my mind's wandering. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) But it's like, I kind of discovered through the times it's like, okay, I need to like, when I first started, I'm like, I need to meditate and I need to like be still and be quiet and like not think about stuff. And like, it turned into kind of more of just like me, like kind of putting myself away from people and being like, okay, like, what do you need right now? You know, maybe that's like journaling or maybe it's, you know, just like staring at the like sky or maybe it's just yeah. sitting there, you know, maybe it's doing a reading, but it's more so like, I know some people would probably smack me for sitting and meditating, but you know, it's kind of just like taking that time to like listen to what you need, even if it's not, you know, just kind of sitting, you know? Totally. It's using that kind of like mindful, just like being in the moment and kind of doing all those things, which yeah, sounds exactly. like is maybe different than what you have to do as far as like your day job and all the other hours of your week. <laughs> it sounds very structured. <laughs> and then getting yeah. to be and just be like, I'm just going to chill and journal or think or just watch the clouds or take a bath or whatever. Oh yeah. I love taking baths. And that's like the one thing where it's like, Oh, I love it so much, but like, why don't I do it as often? I mean, I do shower, I promise, but you know, like <laughs> but, like taking an actual bath and like lighting candles and like having bubbles. It's like, by the time I'm in there, I'm like, okay, you know, like, geez. <laughs> right. So kind of carving out that hermit time for yourself. Yeah. But yeah, that can definitely. be a challenge. Yeah. Well, I'm curious your tarot journey. Like, have you been someone who's been practicing tarot for, you know, your whole life? Is this something like, re- like more recent? Like, how did you get like introduced to tarot? Yeah, I want to say it's probably been about two years now. Um, okay. Because my whole life, like I was, I was raised like in a, like a Methodist, like really conservative small town, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, it's like, we're going to have to chat about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like I recently told my mom, like uh, in the past few months, about my readings because I was kind of getting more serious about it, and she's just uh-huh. like, Is, "Isn't that like the devil's work?" And I'm like, "No, mom. <laughs> like it's actually kind of the opposite." <laughs> uh-huh. But um, but so when I, you when you explained it to her, was she receptive or was she still like fear and kind of old school about it? My mom's kind of the like I'm gonna say like the best and the worst because uh-huh. like. <laughs> You know, it's just like when you're, like, she stayed in the small town <clears throat> that I'm from, like, whereas I moved to LA, and I've been, like, you know, hardcore soul searching, um, but it's, yeah. like, she has a lot of, like, built-in, like, fears and behaviors, but, like, whenever I've kind of come at her with some of this, like, stuff I'm experiencing, she's always been, like, oh, well, like, you seem like you're doing pretty good, so maybe, you know, maybe there's mm-hmm. something, so it's, she's really accepting, and that's, that's really great. I'm trying to convert her (laughs) right you're like please move to LA or some big city and let's do these things together gotcha (laughs) well maybe you know I've done so it's so interesting that you would say that because I found actually that a lot of well not a lot because I get I get clients um, and people interested online, right? And connected that way. Mm -hmm. Um, But I attend a church um, here in the Seattle area and there's actually a lot of 
older white ladies who are like, okay, I'm really curious about this tarot thing. I listen to your podcast and I'm like, you're 65, 70 and you're listening to my podcast, which is amazing. Um, and they're like, okay, I want a reading, but like, is it like the devil? Can I get, you know? And I'm like, no. And then I do it for them. And they're like, oh, that was amazing. That is totally not demons. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh wait, this is like guidance. What? <laughs> right. These are just pictures and I make meaning of it. And yeah, so that's kind of like an interesting, like, oh, you know, buy your mom a deck yeah. and let her, let her see. <laughs> I, yeah, I recently visited, but I didn't bring it. I was kind of chickened out, but like, you know, I'm getting there. But my tagline was kind of like, you know, like, this is like how I, as like, you know, someone that's introverted and kind of like literal hermit kind of, you know, finds a way to connect with other people because I can't really do small talk and I can't really handle like anything shallow like I don't really have a lot of I don't want to say I don't have a lot of friends because then all my like friends out there are gonna be like oh you're such a jerk but like I am super reserved and like half the time people want to hang out with me I'm like oh I'm you know, busy which I mean I'm really busy but that means like I'm that much more like uh like I hoard my free time you know like I kind of yeah. like gather it all up and try to like give myself some of it to like recharge but um yeah. <laughs> no, and I love what you're talking about, like not wanting to like have the small talk. I was telling somebody the other day, I was like, tarot is kind of like the cheese plate at like the, you know, like at like a, a party where it's like, yeah. here's this thing. I'm going to stand by the cheese and I'm going to eat this. And it's like, it's like a thing to talk about where it isn't just so like, um, it can be like a really great way to be vulnerable and deep without having to just like, I think sometimes my questions scare people, like, you know, cause I'll be like, tell me all about your life and, but not the, but not the easy things. Like tell me all the hard stuff. And they're like, yeah. ah. and I'm like, okay, let's do a tarot reading. And then, Oh, let's talk yeah. about the tower here. What's going on. Right. Like, mm -hmm. and yeah, I think that's the best part about tarot is that it like, it kind of gives you a, a vehicle to like ask the questions that people have been avoiding confronting mm -hmm. themselves, which I mean, I know all about that because that's what it does to me. Like sometimes right. I just laugh at the cards I pull because it's like my dick has a sense of humor. It's like, ha ha ha. I know I've even done it before where I've like done a reading with one deck and then I'm like, I don't like the answer. And then I'll do a reading with another deck and some of the same cards show up and I'm like, what, what, what is this? What is going on, Ten of Swords? Like, how dare you come up again in this other deck? Like, I'm not stressed. Who's stressed? Yeah, what? what? <laughs> Maybe I'll get a third, a third opinion, right? Yeah. <laughs> you have particular decks that are like your go-tos that you love? Are you a deck collector? Like, mm, I have three decks right now. The first deck, uh, the first deck I ever practiced, like, got my hands on. Um, was uh, The Wild Unknown, uh, which I love that one. So that was the first one I ever saw, but the first deck I ever bought was actually Line Strider because I, I had done, you know, I'd used, like, I'd borrowed the Wild Unknown deck and then I was like, oh, I want to buy one, but I've already seen this one, so maybe I'll, like, look at yeah. this one. And I really love, like, the art and stuff in it. Um, and then with See, this I, awesome, have, I like, have The Wild Unknown and it scares mm -hmm. me. Like, I love it, but I'm like, <laughs> I, it's like, it's like the cool kid. Like, I want to, like, get to know it but I'm also like mm -hmm. oh, I'm really shy and I don't I don't I don't know like I do have done some re some readings with it but um it intimidates me yeah I feel like it has like a lot of heart to it like uh it just kind of like gets to the the core of things you know with um like a lot of the imagery and stuff like yeah. the colors especially Really crazy, but it's interesting but. too that you say the line strider. So I use like how I got into tarot like was I had apps on my phone, and so I have the fool's dog 
app on my phone and I have the oh, line yeah. strider because I just, it's beautiful. Like, and yeah, then they, they have, like, yeah. And then they have the, there's the scrying ink, uh, Lenormand deck. I, ha I don't have that one yet, but her, her art is just gorgeous. Ooh, I have to look that one up. Yeah. yeah um, so line strider, wild unknown. You said you had a third deck. Yeah, uh, I recently have gotten the, the like the classic Rider Waite deck, uh -huh. um, and that kind of it's funny because that kind of like ended up being my the one I've used the most lately. Um, I think specifically just because of the way it uses the the characters on the cards. You know, there's uh -huh. kind of a way that they relate in ways that other decks don't really. Um, yeah, I found that too. You know, like I, I was really drawn to kind of the more artsy. Like I really like my favorite is the shadowscapes. Um, mm -hmm. and I like using all these other ones, but there is something about going back to the classic and like getting to see all the symbols and there's so much information and even just like the imagery. I mean, it's like the, it's like the oldest, one of the oldest ducks. Yeah. That it's like interesting to me that I didn't start there, that I started with kind of like the more contemporary and now it's like, okay, I gotta go back. Right. Like gotta go back I think, a, little yeah. bit, a little bit. That's kind of the nice part is it's like, it's got that, like Tara's kind of got the the modern, you know, it's like intriguing now to like people and it's like, it's kind of, it's kind of developing to stay like available, you know, it's cause it's like at first it's like, Oh, conservative this, that. And then it's like, Oh wait, but this deck is like really pretty. And like, it looks yeah. really happy. And like <laughs> maybe this isn't devil work, you know? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah. Kind of like getting to explore some of this stuff and then it's like, okay, where did the, where did the roots come from? Like where, what mm -hmm. was the, the original imagery that influenced all of this other, this other stuff? That's, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's kind of like, um, my first deck, like, or my first experience with a tarot deck, I was actually, um, I was dog sitting a lot cause I was working. It was before I became a coordinator. So I was doing like a lot of freelance production assistant work. Um, and yeah, I was like at this lady's house like for the weekend and she had a deck and she had like a bunch of crystals in her living room and she had a deck on her um, coffee table and like I had just kind of started getting into like crystals and like kind of starting to listen to myself but kind of still like had it at an arm's distance. Right. Um, but I found this deck and you know I'm by myself for a whole weekend and I've got this great dog. Her name is Daisy. Um, <laughs> Um, but you know I'm at this beautiful house and I'm just like okay like I'm by myself like I'm gonna I'm gonna like play with this tarot deck and like I didn't know how to do it or anything I just actually looked at the the little guidebook that comes with the wild unknown and I you know looked at the three card spread and I started doing it and um you know it's kind of just like immediately seemed relevant to me you know yeah. and I was I was kind of surprised I was like oh like this doesn't telling me I'm going to like die a flaming death or go to hell. So, um, you know, it's kind of giving me some like guidance I want to hear like, what? maybe there's something to this. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And like, it, it just kind of went from there. Like, you know, here I am now. <laughs> but, so um, did you like immediately start doing readings for people that you know, or was that good? Did you kind of like keep it close to you and sort of just play with it? Like and do like the self discovery thing. Um, I'd say, definitely more towards self-discovery but mm -hmm. the, one of the very first things I did that kind of like solidified my uh interest in tarot was I you know obviously like so I've, I've done like you know a couple three card spreads I've had like a glass of wine and I'm like okay I'm gonna do like a reading with my sister so I like messaged her on Facebook and I'm like oh my gosh Sarah like you know I've been doing tarot cards and like she's kind of like she's my older sister so whenever you know she like 
she left her family when I was pretty young. She got emancipated and everything. And so like okay. I've always like whenever I've done anything like semi-rebellious, I'm like, <laughs> right. like, like Isn't it great that like Tara's like the, the rebellious thing? It's like, oh yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, so like I'm like, oh my gosh, Sarah, guess what? Like, right? Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> she took yeah, she took me to get my first tattoo. <laughs> um, yeah, so I like I messaged her and I'm like, okay, we have to do a reading together. Like, what do you want to do one about? And I'm like, okay, so you know, obviously it's my like seventh reading I've ever done. I'm like, let's talk to someone dead, you know. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, who can we do a reading about that's like passed away that we both know? And, um, so like, you know, my grandpa had like recently passed away, our dad passed away. It's like a lot of people in our lives have died. So I was just kind of like, you know, I don't really want to like deal with any of those. Um, and I like had this kind of like memory, not a memory, but like, it kind of like, you know, how when you kind of like get like an idea, it's just kind of like spark. And you're like, yeah, oh, let's go there. Uh, so I'm like, well, what about your friend? And she's like, what? And, um, this is one thing you can know about me now is that I'm like a super oversharing kind of person. So like, you know, like know my life story now. Um, but, Perfect. I love it. Uh, so I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, I might be a hermit, but once I start talking, I don't stop. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the great thing, right? We get to be our hermits in our own little castles and then connect on the internet, right? It's like, yeah, it's have that they totally would have. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I love it so much how like the internet helps with like community and that, but, um, yeah, so I'm like, okay, Sarah, so, like, who do you want to do? And um, basically, like, when I was, she's um, three years older than me, I think, so she's, like, around 14, and um, she'd been having, like, a lot of, she was always kind of, like, you know, the problem child, and she was, like, put in and out of, like, hospitals and stuff, because, like, mm-hmm. she was, like, hurting herself, and it's, like, my mom, you know, she didn't know what to do, so obviously she's just going to go, like, put her somewhere, you know? Right. And, um, <laughs> so my sister was in the hospital, um, and her friend uh like her friend was around the same age as us she had been like going through a lot and like while my sister was committed to the hospital her friend committed suicide and like my sister couldn't be there for her it's like her best friend and she like you know I think that her friend might have tried to call but it's like she was committed to a hospital she didn't have access you know to a phone right and it's like there were like a lot of rumors that not like ton of rumors but that like my sister and her might have had a pact you know and like my sister couldn't have gone through with it because she was in the hospital and so it's like it was always something that I held like a lot of fear about and I never really had a chance to talk to my sister about um because I just like we didn't have that kind of relationship as children you know yeah and um so I'm like okay like what about her like do you want to do a reading about that and she's like oh uh, I didn't realize you remembered that you know because I was like I mean I was only a few years younger than her but like at that point you know you know, it was something huge in her life. She didn't realize that I actually knew, you know, anything about it. Um, yeah, and then it also kind of, like, vicariously impacted you as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. My sister was always, like, I don't know. It's it, it's really, that's a whole other thing about how, like, watching her development, like, affected my development is, like, her being kind of, like, the one that was, like, having so many issues and causing my mom all the stress and like my brother was the same and I was just like I'm gonna be like the little quiet child that doesn't cause any harm now bye yeah <laughs> right <laughs> but yeah so I like I'm doing this spread like I looked up you know just on the internet and like you know spread to connect with like passing loved one or whatever and um and so I like lay the cards out and like I just like pull the very first card and like you know how uh in the wild unknown it um has like the keywords for the, mm-hmm. the cards they pull. Mm-hmm. So I, like, I pull the card and the very first key word is destiny. And like, destiny is the name of her friend that committed suicide. And I was just like, 
oh my god <laughs> like what's happening and like it was crazy because like we did the reading and like I don't remember it now because like you know my memory is like a goldfish and I like to live in the present but um it was just like I remember feeling like like healing and connecting and like you know my sister was just like processing her like emotions about it we were just talking about it right and like that was that was kind of like what the spark was and like this happened it was about two years ago um during like a pretty you know, I hate to be like, oh, I uh, broke up with my boyfriend and it changed my life. But, you know, like we had been together, like we moved, I moved to Los Angeles from like my small town and like we moved here together and we were like together for like six years. And like, you know, the last year that was here uh, before we broke up. But it's just like, you know, everything like changed and like all of a sudden I was like in a new place and like I didn't have anybody, you know, other than myself and like everything I'd packed. And it was just like finding tarot at that time just really like was the guidance that I needed to kind of keep going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And a way to connect like with yourself and like, wow, that is, I mean, I don't think that like, I mean, six years, that's a long time to be with someone. Like it's not like six days, yeah. you know what I mean? Like there's just so much yeah. life that can be lived in that amount of time. And especially like being in a new, a new city. So you're in Los Angeles now, where, where did you move from? Like area, you don't have to tell me the exact city, but like, was it California oh, uh, or was it like no, the Midwest? From Virginia. Virginia. Um, oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Like across the country. Yeah. Literally just like up and move because I just had to you know it's like I always uh -huh. felt like I wanted to live in California and I like as a kid and it's like it's such a weird thing growing up in like a really small town because it's so like limiting you know and yeah. it's like once I realized like the only way that I was able to move here was to like have like the idea and you know the dream and to start like taking the steps towards moving and then to actually move and it's like once you realize that like literally everything in your life starts with an idea it's mm -hmm. like oh wait I don't have to like be afraid of like what's coming next or like what I'm capable of because I'm already freaking doing it. You know, it's like, right. it's crazy. And there's so much world outside of like just the tiny experience. Like, I mean, I, I was born and raised in Seattle, but we moved when I was a teenager to a smaller town and may, you know, like it wasn't super small, but it felt really small coming from Seattle and just like wanting to yeah. get out and kind of see beyond like the valley that I was in and just be like, I need to see the world and experience things. And you know, that like small town mindset that can, it just didn't jive with me, but it, you know, other people love it. My sister lives there and she, she just loves it. It just totally fits her. And it's like, cool. You know, <laughs> not, that's not for me. I'll come visit you at Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think that's like the best is when people can start like acknowledging like what's greatest for them might not be the best for everyone. And like everybody starts kind of just coexisting because they're like, oh, it's cool. You do you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so talk to me about tarot as far as like, okay, so you do it, you know, you started with your sister and you do it for yourself. Do you do it professionally side hustle? Do you want to do it like full time? Like what's where are you at with that? Like, do you take money for your yeah. tarot readings, Lindsay? <laughs> I'm, um, I'm kind of at the point where, like, I do have, um, like, I recently opened up my Etsy, so I have, like, my Instagram that I kind of use as, like, my platform, and then, yeah. like, I have my, like, my bio has my link to my Etsy, and, like, I have, um, I've done, like, a lot of readings for other people, and I kind of started out with that. Um, I don't know if you've uh, heard of Biddy Tarot, but uh, uh -huh. it's, like, the greatest resource ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, I listen I had, like, to her a, podcasts. 
Yeah, that was the first one I got into. And then I was so amazed to like discover there's so many of them. And I was like, so cool to like find yours. And I was just like, yes. <laughs> All the podcasts. I know I like sometimes I just search because I'm like, I just want to like, it, it just it feels like this amazing world where like I can listen to Bridget on Biddy Tarot and I can listen to like Lindsay Manicon, you know, Tarot mm-hmm. for the Wild or Untamed. Well, what I'm, I'm blanking on her. Tarot for the Wild Soul, right? That's what her. Oh, yeah. And like, it's just like, there's all these different people talking about it and astrology and all these things where I'm just like, soak it in, soak it in. I want to learn. <sighs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, so I was a, a member on the community for like a little bit and um, on her community, it's like you do free readings for other members and then they'll do free readings for you. So it's like, you can set how many you want to do like a day or a week. And like, I was, you know, doing them and trying to fit them into my crazy schedule and eventually kind of like took a step back from it because I was like I'm getting overwhelmed and like they're all free and it's like I'm like you know I'm kind of in this point where I'm like you know it's like uh when you kind of acknowledge like your worth and you're like oh wait Mm -hmm. like this is like my time and my effort and it's like I'm putting a lot into it and it's like kind of felt like I was ready to start offering um paid readings yeah it's like I'm kind of at the point it's really funny like I'd probably be considered like the worst business person ever but it's kind of like my strategy is to just like put the link there so if people want it they can find it but never promote it (laughs) because like I feel like if people need a reading from me they're gonna find me you know and they'll be led to me yeah yeah I just kind of very like low-key with it and just like uh, it's so funny you mentioned that like like a business (laughs) strategy I'm like I didn't I was an English major like I don't (laughs) like a business strategy people like you need to optimize you do this and I sometimes listen to business podcasts I'm like Mm-hmm. okay you know I got it. my my husband he's an accountant and he like will ask me questions and I'm like I don't know stop asking me questions about like the taxes of this thing I don't know I'm just doing because I love it right like but I'm not trying to like make a living off of it I mean I I, I like the supplemental income and I love doing it but I'm also I'm, mm-hmm. a, I'm a professor by day you know like I, mm-hmm. I I have like my day job that I'm not trying to leave anytime soon until I become Oprah but that's yeah, it's kind of like where I'm at too, right? <laughs> waiting on Oprah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's like, um, cause I have, I don't know, I have like a lot of different hobbies and like interest and I'm kind of like getting into like my crafty side with things. And it's like, I guess my overall goal for like the future is to find a way to like support myself kind of mostly from home. But like, I'm always like, you know, that's the great thing about being like a freelance coordinator is like, you know, jobs come and go anyway. So it's kind of like, I don't know, I'm just kind of dabbling and, uh, you know, slowly working my way into it. But I think that was a big turning point for me was realizing that um, in order to get to an eventual goal, you have to start. <laughs> so. Right, right. And it's okay <laughs> to not have all of the plans figured out. Like, it's okay to just start. Like, that's what I did. I started, just started, I was like, today I'm going to start taking money for this. And it's like, it slowly evolved over time. Yeah. Um, so you like, said that you're like interested in like, cra- like crafty things, like in addition to tarot. So like, what are some of those other things that you're like, okay, I'm cobbling all these hobbies together and I'm going to. Yeah. Um, I guess like I kind of started working on uh, some stuff with pottery, but I'm in the, like, I've kind of like my, I guess my main interests are like ceramics. I like sculpting and like, I like throwing stuff on the wheel and like, you know, I'm kind of like getting into sewing and I'm like, Oh, what can I, I'm kind of interested in making like uh, tarot and like altar related stuff for people yeah. so it's like whenever I'm doing my like rituals I'm like well, what would I like to use here and how right. I make and give it I see people. people like sewing like 
tarot bags and stuff mm -hmm. and having, um, I saw one, it was a while ago and I don't remember who was selling it, but it was like a place where you could put like the, like crystals in it that weren't like in a, like so oh, that cool. it would just like constantly charge your deck or constantly clean it. Um, and just like these, all these creative things. Wow. That's a, like amazing. Um, <laughs> and pottery. Yeah. That is, that's like, yeah. a, do you have like a wheel that you use or do you um, like use a studio? Like, I have like a membership at a studio right now, but I'm like, it's kind of funny because it goes back into, you know, freaking temperance because I'm, I'm so, trying so hard to like get all of these goals like work mm -hmm. towards and like accomplish, but I'm also like literally fighting the amount of hours in a day. So I'm kind of, <laughs> and it's like now I'm on a break from work for a few weeks and I'm just like, okay, how much like crafting have I done since I've been off? Like how long, how many days have I spent just like meditating? No, uh -huh. uh -huh. like, you know, it's like, it's so crazy because when I finally have free time, it's like so much resistance, but you know, I'm working through it. <laughs> I know. I, I can totally relate to that. Like temperance is, uh, I was just listening to, um, so I follow her on Instagram. It's Tess Giverson and she's the city X witch and she's out of Canada and she talks about Sagittarius. So I'm a Sagittarius son and Sagittarius is ruled by temperance. Um, and I feel this, that same struggle that you're talking about, like I'm on summer break, which is why I have time to do like podcast interviews and things. But every summer I tell my husband, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so busy. And he's like, you do it to yourself. Like you have this free time. <laughs> suddenly you're like herbalism, like making tinctures in the, in the kitchen and like tallow balm <laughs> and like tarot readings and even doing this and writing a book and then helping somebody else. And I'm like, yeah, I know. And he's like, what we, and then in the fall, I'll go back to work and I'll be teaching all these credits. And he's like, yeah, but you're going to take on a project in the fall because you always take on a project in the fall. You always are like, I'm not busy enough. I need to do something else. <laughs> Like, it is, but it's like, how do you, you know, you want to do all those things. So, so that you want to do pottery and tarot and like we said, like make altar related, um, items, sewing and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like what other, like I'm, I've just based barely gotten into like having an altar. I don't even know if I'm doing it right. Like what are other things that you would like create or make or like put on your altar? Um, well, first off, you're definitely doing it right. Cause just, you know, just got to do it. <laughs> Right. About there are no rules. I know, um, but I'm a perfectionist. Lindsay. I want to do it right. I know we're both just like these little INFJs, and we're just like pushing ourselves to death because we're never good enough. And, you know, even though we're doing okay, we just gotta keep our chin up. I want to be a good witch. <laughs> um, yeah, I completely understand. Um, but I don't know. For my altar, like I like to incorporate um, each element. I guess that's kind of like my starting point. Um, so I've been kind of, I was playing around with the idea of these little like, like uh, little bowls. They're called pinch pots. It's like when you take a ball of clay and you kind of like pinch it into like a little bowl. So it's like this really cute little like earthen bowl with like uh, the symbols for each element like carved into each one. And then you can like put them at uh, the cardinal positions, you know, because north, south, east, and west all kind of like align with um, the elements. So you can like place them in each space if you want. So I was like, be so cute to have these little bowls with like the elemental symbol carved on and then like put a little bit of each element in them and, you know that's that's something I've been thinking I've been working on but I haven't actually finished but uh that's some my own awful idea <laughs> yeah and you can sell them like a little set mm -hmm. yeah I'm just like for me it's the getting into the pottery studio because it's like it takes so long to actually finish like a piece because you know it's like you have to like 
sculpt it and then you have to like uh, wait a few days and you have to like eventually dry it out and then you have to like bisque fire it and then you have to like uh, you know glaze it and then you have to glaze fire it and it just takes 10 years but right. part of that's the fact that I never actually go work on it because I'm always doing other stuff <laughs> right. but um but yeah right now like I have a little um spread up next to me and I've got like a little platter that I found on the side of the road that was really exciting <laughs> and it's got um a candle and I've got like a little water and I got a really nice stick that I found on a hike and a bunch of crystals and it's just kind of like my little you know it <laughs> keeps me grounded <laughs> yeah yeah I love that I know I've been I've been kind of just like exploring the idea of doing like ancestor altar and um and I've and I've read that you should do it as a separate altar and so I I feel like I get limited by space and also having young children around like sometimes my kids oh, yeah. like crawl crawl into my altar and I'm like ah, stop like just don't touch the candles dude you're like you're gonna burn yourself um and yeah I'm like trying to figure out like those different things that I would want to have and like where where I would do it it's just like so I didn't even realize like it was my friend who actually was just like you you have an altar there right there like where you had your candle and your buddha statue and your saint mm -hmm. and your tarot cards and, and I was like oh right <laughs> that's, <laughs> oh that's what I've been doing for a while now yeah, I definitely think it like grows with your like practice because like I noticed like before I moved, um, I moved a few times in the past couple of years, but like when I lived with my ex, like I had, I literally had like one space in our entire, well, I say our entire apartment, but we lived in a studio. So, you know, one room, <laughs> but right. I, um, I just had like the top of my dresser and like, I would put like candles there and I'd put like my little crystals there because, you know, I just kind of had that one little space that was mine. And then eventually that kind of grew into like me putting things out with a purpose and then like now it's like I have on that same dresser I have like a like a really pretty altar setup that I've been kind of like working on and then I kind of have like the floor I don't know I kind of I'll put on like on the new moon I'll um I'll do like a new moon ritual and then I'll like I'll clear my entire altar and I'll like clean it and then I'll you know lay everything out for my ritual and then after the ritual I'll like place it back on my altar and like the order I want to do for you know that new cycle Mm -hmm. um yeah for me it's all about just like feeling it and you know just kind of positioning things you know just kind of like uh letting uh, your intuition kind of put things where to go yeah. so like, you know, and like you said there's no wrong way to do it kind of going with yeah, like, I mean, if, your gut yeah if anyone wants to tell me there's a wrong way to do it I'll just be like and that's your opinion <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do it my own way. Um, <laughs> so you mentioned Biddy Tarot as like a community that you like originally like joined and was like a part of. Um, but I'm curious if you have like other like mentors or teachers or other people that you love, um, you know, like learning from um, that maybe like the listeners would be able to like look up as resources as well. Like you know, people that have been your kind of like teachers or. Yeah, definitely. There's a couple that stand out. Um, I mean, first off, just like, I think Instagram as a community is like, really cool. But, um, you know, so I've just been kind of following people in there. But as far as like actual physical teachers, um, there's two that come to mind. Um, and actually, the first time there's one, her name's Betsy LaFay. Uh, she's on Instagram. Yeah. And she, uh, it's so funny, because I, I was originally listening to the Biddy Tarot podcast. And then Betsy was a guest and I was listening to an episode from like a few years ago 
And at the time, Betsy was in New York and then I'm listening to that podcast and I decided to go look her up and I look up her website. It's like New York psychic, whatever. And, and nothing comes up and I'm like, Oh, what happened to Betsy? So <laughs> I look her up and on Instagram and I find out that um, she's actually moved to LA and I was like, what? And like, I find out, like, I just keep, you know, clicking down the hole of the internet and like, she's offering this like breathwork class in Venice, which, you know, is like driving distance. So like I go to her breathwork class and it was just like, life-changing you know it's like it was amazing and so it's like uh she's definitely you can find her on instagram but she's offering like a lot of classes and she has a lot of like online um videos and stuff to do and it's just like she i feel like she's one of those people that's just really like in tune you know yeah i've gotten (laughs) Uh, her newsletter and um i think you know what i think i might have actually found her on the same um biddy tarot podcast yeah. because i i listen to it and then i you know i i tend to like i sign up for all the things and then my email, <laughs> like i get my email and i'm like oh my gosh 40 new newsletters and i can't remember like and i don't have time and then i just like delete them all but i just recently yep. she, she sent one where it was like um she was going through like a trauma and um she just shared and it was so it was so powerful I was like man this girl's got it going on I mean it sounds like she's going through like a lot in her life but um that is like that is a really great resource and the breath work like mm-hmm. I want to I want to do that like yeah, I've, done, never I've done, done yoga and stuff but I had never done just like actual just breathing stuff yeah, it was really like, I kind of went into it like a little skeptical. I've only been once and I was actually thinking about, um, it's every Monday. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll go this up every Monday. But um, yeah, she just like holds the space and you just kind of like work through all this stuff you didn't realize you were holding on to. And it's like, whoa, it's amazing. Yeah, with the simple tool, <laughs> just breathing. Yeah, just breathing. That's like, oh, yeah. And then um, who else is there? Um, I was just thinking about it. Um, 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 um. I know Instagram is such a great, <laughs> such a great community. It's like I feel like I, there's always somebody new to follow that is just like teaching, you know. And I originally like I used to think like, okay, you know, I want to find people that have like thousands of followers because then they're like really, you know, they've got it going on. And now I'm like, mm-hmm. somebody can have like ten followers and they just say the most profound things. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I like to think I'm following to that category. <laughs> yeah, well, that's like, you know, like, I want, I, want, I want to talk with people that are, like, in that that new space where that, you know, it's like, I look at some of these where I'm, like, 30,000 people, like, I'm, like, a drop in the bucket. I mean, I know that they, like, actually, they, I feel like they care, like a Betsy or, like, mm-hmm. I really like Lindsay Mack um, and, like, others. I'm, like, I know that they care about the community, but it's, like, you know, when, when somebody has 100 followers or even a thousand, it's like, you can actually talk to people and like get to know them and see like, what's, yeah. you know, like really that it doesn't matter how many people are on yeah. like your so social media amazing. platform. I also just remembered the other one. Um, but I, so I told you I was taking like a tarot workshop um, yeah. like every week at uh, the house of intuition, which is like a, an LA really awesome little store with like crystals and stuff. And, um, one of the like kind of founders of the house of intuition is uh, Naha and uh, she's with 22 teachings. So you can look her up. Uh, she's really cool. And like, she's, I guess my first like in-person teacher that I've actually like been learning under, you know, cause I'm going to her class every week, but she's super cool. And she knows like, I don't know. I just like, you know, goals, but uh, she's really great. <laughs> That's awesome. And what is your experience like, um, 
going to something in person versus just doing like the internet? Um, it's kind of terrifying because uh-huh. I don't do things very much. Right. Like, okay. I hate like, I don't like working with groups. I don't like, you know, um, but for me, it's like just realizing that the fact that you're there with those people is like, you immediately have something in common. You know, you're all kind of like seeking the same path in a way. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of nice, you know, it's like part of what I've been going through lately is just realizing that like, a lot of my fears and stuff, you know, are in my own head. And it's like, I don't need to be like afraid of what people are going to like say about me or how, what they're going to think of me when I'm like breathing in the breathwork class. Like nobody cares what I'm doing. Like they're there for themselves. And like, I need to be there for myself, you know? Right. Right. Totally. It's helping. (laughs) I I love that. Okay. Well, um, we have been talking for a while and I'm just curious if there was anything that like, you know, as you were thinking about coming on the podcast today, is there anything that you had hoped that we would talk about that I just haven't gotten to yet that I just forgot brain fart didn't, didn't ask you? I'm feeling pretty well-rounded. Um, I guess like the thing I've been working on so much lately, just with myself is like I was saying about just like getting to the root of like what my fears and anxieties are and kind Mm -hmm. of, um, I think it's really important that people are able to like work through their own stuff, like on their own, you know, um, that's been kind of like the focus of my path is like the hermit, you know, it's just kind of taking a step back and like, you know, it's like, if I feel something's causing like a lot of resistance or a lot of negativity, I'm like, what am I afraid of right now? You know, like, yeah. Oh, I'm afraid, like, I'm not going to be good enough or I'm afraid that I'm not like creative enough or not experienced enough. And it's like, Oh wait, like you're not, I'm not contributing to anything by feeling this fear. So I might as well just, you know, kind of keep on moving. And it's yeah. just like, it just feels. Do you, do you notice like a particular <laughs> fear that kind of keeps coming up um, and sort of haunting you like a lot? Or is it just sort of like all those ones that you listed, like come up at different times? Um, I feel like it's probably a lot of it. Is, it all kind of just like, goes back to like that basic human fear of like abandonment or being alone you know because it's like if you're being yourself and you're being like true and you're following your path and then you get rejected it's like you know it hurts that much more because it's like you're putting yourself out there and being vulnerable but like honestly I can't tell you a time where I have been like true and honest with myself and like followed my path and where I have felt that way you know it's like Mm -hmm. it kind of feels like all the good people kind of stick around and all the bad people just kind of like go away it's like you know you're you know so you just gotta trust (laughs) yeah and do a lot of that like inner work I mean I'm even thinking about like the hermit with the with the light holding up and kind of doing all that like self-exploration and illuminating all the things that could be you know in the shadows right? Like mm-hmm. kind of seeing like, what are those fears? Like, is this the woods that he's going, cause you know, the traditional tarot, I think about him, like kind of like taking a walk through the woods or whatever. It's like, is the woods really full of a bunch of scary things or is it just nighttime and I have my lamp, <laughs> you know, and I can't see like that tree looks really scary, but when I hold it up, it's like, Oh, just a tree, just a tree. Just yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nothing's out to get me here. Just a tree. Right. I'm still on the path. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think my like feel for that is just kind of like, hoping that by 
like in like leading by example that I can kind of like help other people to kind of find their own way because it's like while I'm you know yeah. trying to figure all my stuff out like hopefully that can help some other extremely anxious little overachieving INFJs out <laughs> <laughs> there you go that should be like the the thing right you could like advertise to like Myers-Briggs groups and stuff and be like INFJ readings only right <laughs> you know, like one population but they'll be amazing it'll be awesome I'll be like yes <laughs> I, was, yeah, I was thinking the other day I'm like I need to do something with Tara with teenagers you know just like mm. and I hear so many stories of people that are like I got a deck when I was 13 or 14 or whatever and I'm like it would just be cool like I was such an adult when I got mine that because I, I was so you know in that conservative place mm-hmm. like I, I wasn't I, I couldn't even, I, I started practicing yoga when I was in f- 15 or 16, but like secretly in my bedroom out of a, a textbook. Like, you might go to hell and I was like, I was doing asanas and stuff like, no big deal. Just keep checking this out of the library. Like nothing. It's for a school project. Why is that yoga mat in your studying. room? I'm, I'm <laughs> studying. I'm trying to do good at my sports and football players use it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay, so if people want to connect with you, what's the best way to do it? Is it Instagram? Is it email? Because I know we're going to want to talk about your Etsy shop, like how they can get all the things from you, all the readings and stuff. Yeah, I would say the best way to connect with me and kind of look at some hopefully pretty pictures would be my Instagram. Uh, And that's promising.sage, which is my little like shop name and everything. So it's kind of like I'm on Instagram and Twitter and there's a link to my bio. uh, I mean, in my bio for my Etsy. So yeah, I mean... I'm kind of available, however. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So people are going to find you on Instagram, promising.sage. I will have links in the show notes to that. Um, and they Yay. can get hair readings from you. And soon, I'm not going to put any pressure on you, but I want to get one of those altar sets when you, you know, like all the, all the pottery things, <laughs> all the altar stuff, right? Um, it helps to like you know get out of my own bubble and have someone be like you should keep working on your work so that (laughs) I'm just thinking about like when you're like the pottery I'm like uh there's a lot of um pottery type things in the tarot cards you know there's a whole suit of cups right and then there's like (laughs) there's temperance has cups and does justice have cups justice Uh, there's another one that like has a cup that's like spilling a cup or pouring cups and you know, mm-hmm. yeah, there's yeah. definitely a lot of cups. <laughs> well, I see it. Like, I follow someone on um, Instagram who makes like stamps and takes pieces of like the original Rider Waite um, like images and then like and makes them into pins. That makes them into pins. Yeah, yeah, I follow them. It's amazing. You and should link them. makes and stamps <laughs> puts them on like sh- t-shirts and things, and I'm like, holy yeah. cow! Like I would always think, okay, just like you need the high priestess or something, but just like the hand or the sword or the lamp or the, you know, there's just, there's so many yeah. cool tarot inspired things out there. I wish I had yeah, more money. That's what I love. I just like tap into that. I got to get into that zone. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Lindsay, I have just loved this. Um, and I want to continue the conversation offline and maybe we'll do like a follow-up in the future, you know, see where you are in, six months, yeah. nine months, you know, see how things are going. Yeah, I totally am available. <laughs> I'm like, I like talking to people. Awesome. Yay. <laughs> <Who> am I? <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for making time on a Sunday afternoon to talk with me and um, we'll connect soon. Okay. All right. Thank you. And I'll talk to you soon.
All right. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Hey friends, thanks for listening to Leo Rising, a tarot and creative intuition podcast. As of January 2021, this podcast and all of the information is archived. So feel free to listen to the episodes. The wisdom of the tarot is everlasting. But much of the information about um, booking a reading from people has changed in the last couple of years. So know that there isn't a tarot um, Instagram account or email address or way to get a hold of me for readings at this point. And of course, I will update that in the future if it changes.